in the 20s, in his 20s, the 1920s. And um, Berlin was a center for medical care, and many Eastern European Rabbanim came to Berlin to uh, get medical care. You also want to understand that Rabbi Yashver Salvechik, who was Chaim's grandson, going to Berlin to study in university, was a, a, a tremendous chiddush. It was a big break from family tradition. Rukhayim was very against secular studies. And it was a big to-do in Eastern Europe. Big to-do. They talked about it a lot, and there was a lot of hawk about it. And a lot of times the Rabbanim came to Berlin for medical care. They met with, and he visited with them, and he, they visited with him. He, he, he had a PhD in philosophy there in, in, uh, in the University of Berlin. So uh, a lot of Rabbanim came there and spoke to him in learning, and were shocked to find that he was holding in learning, like really holding in learning. So, you know, somebody asked him once, how is it possible that you're here in university, and we're learning all day, and you're, you know, you're holding in learning like we are? Erzalvechik's response, the young man at the time, was very simple. He says, when you're learning here in Eastern Europe, I'm learning here in Berlin. And when you're busy talking about me there, that's when I'm in class, <laughs> uh, today, you have two choices. You either go to the rally or spend all day talking about the rally. Right. Right? So, nobody's learning. It's either going to the rally or talking about the rally all day. One of those two things. That's, you know, that's the whole thing. Okay. I, I want to actually do some learning. I want to try to wrap up the Psychos Kalim as much as we can. It's not, it's a Psychos Shir on Psychos Kalim because there's so much here. But we went through Moshe Shita last time, and I left you off with the, with the Minchus Yitzchak. I just want to explain Minchus Yitzchak because I think the Minchus Yitzchak, without being attributed to Minchus Yitzchak, is the prevalent Hanhaga that there is in the Klal. And want to make, uh, make it clear what he says, where he gets it from. I'll just give you his bottom line first. It's important. He says like this. Um, for sure... It's for sure better to open up your, your containers before Shabbos. That's his Psach Halacha. Psach Halacha as well. Psach Halacha Tzitzel Shabbos Kachos as well. That's him. Everybody hold better to open before Shabbos. Even the Gemara's had to, the Mishnah's had there, of Hatozaz Rosh HaChovis. So that's Isib Marshal Hubavel Yerabasham. Dein Hete El Mishim Orchem. The Marshal brings that heter down as only a shasat chak heter. In other words, that we have the Mishnah kuf membav on in Shabbos that you can be shovenes achavis, you can break the barrel to take the grogros. The Marshal says that's only an in case of guests break barrel need, right? Not elichatchila need, right? So he says bikoshi tiru. So if it's bikoshi tiru in that case, so now if we have cases where we're we're struggling to figure out. If in fact our Matthias matches the Matthias of the barrel and what exactly the psak is of the barrel in the Gemara and Shabbos, he says, Vadai, it's Roy to open up everything before Shabbos. Okay. However, he says, um, in a case of need, so then it's going to depend on the following. And that's what I want to take you a step back, depend on the following. The Minchaz Yitzchak has a wild idea, but it's not such a wild idea. It's a wild, simple idea, and that's the following. We had, um, again, the sugi is the same for everybody. We had a machlokas shown in whether the conclusion of the Gemara in, in Bea is that you require a musliki both for Rebbe and the Chacham, just for Rebbe Shita. And we had a machlokas shown if you hold that you require a musliki even according to the Chachamim, what's the reason for it? 
was the reason for the Mustaki that is a concern of Shem Yiskabin Lasos Pesel Yafe. We're worried that there are Bonnons there, my Trinica Pesel Yafe, or like Tosl Shita in Erevin and in Shabbos, that no, there is Stira by Kalim. To Stira by Kalim, we're actually worried about a potential Del Raisa problem of Soser. And obviously, Nafgamino is if you could be Makel on, like Ramosha said, on Kalim like we have, that would not necessarily rise to the level of a concern of Shemi Yisgavin Lasso's Pesach Yafa, because you don't want to make Pesach Yafa in the Kli. You want to open it, empty it, be done with it. But the fact that you, uh, if your concern is that Nova's a steer in the Kli, you have a big problem. So the Menachos Yitzchok suggests a fabulous idea, which is why can't you just make it a Mustaki first and then open it? Two-step process. Make your own Mustaki. Turn your klishalim into a mustaki. Then, from now once you have a mustaki, now you can turn your mustaki into a allowed to open the kli. There's no longer a soser in the kli. There's no longer a gzereshemi iskavanlasos bezel yafa. He he says the following. Uh, it's in Simon Pei Base. I'm sorry, Chelik Dalat Simon Pei Base Sivkot and Lamed, where he writes the following. Um, he says. You should break the barrel in a way that you don't make a Pesach. And then you can then break it and take what's inside. Right? Then there's no problem. So it's, no, it's not Shayach Shemis Gavin Lasso's Kli. Because you're breaking it entirely, right? Okay, but if it's Shash Stiro, also Mishimashvira Ba'atzma, right? So if it is a Shri, points out that Eitzel would work to break the Kli without making a Pesach, if it's a Miskav and Lasso's Pesach, the Yafik concern. But if the concern is a Stira concern, no good. But he says, Lefiz Eben Ogeh Ba'kufsol Shabbishem Mutpokim Ba'avar, Be'emashlemos, Re'ledin Isr Stira, Einshum Isa. So it says there's no Eitzah for the Yisr Stira, that you got a problem. Aval Yisr Shem Yisgav in the Pesach, Yesh Lechor Eitzah, Liasos Ktas Neke Vishuliyah Kli. That, okay, what do you do is make a little hole in the bottom of the Kli. And now once you make a little hole in the bottom of the Kli, it's not really usable, you can't get stuff out. But now it's no longer a Kli Yafa. So now you can open it up at the top and you're good, right? So in other words, the Eitzah to make two-step process, make it a Mustaki, then open it up would work if your concern is Shemi Yisgavin Lasso's Pesach Yafet, because once you made it a Mustaki, there's no Misgavin. But if your concern is, again, a steerer concern, so then step one of breaking the cleave is a problem. Uh, okay? But then he uh, says the following Those who are not concerned for Shiraz Chavis as a steerer, would not be concerned that making the small hole is a steer as well. Okay? Now, he offers the following. Bring it down to Corbin Asano. Corbin Asano that we saw that says that because of the fact that the Rambam and the Rif are maskim here to be makel, meaning maskim that you don't need a mustagi, a klishalim you could break. So, therefore, and he brings down the Marsham as well. Marsham in the Das Torah points out that Yerushalmi very much is mashmo like the Shittas Rabbim Rif. Yerushalmi is very much mashma that a Klishalim is allowed. So, you know, for a Tzorach, you would be 
inclined to be mekel, mitzarev, any shita koldu like the the korban uh, says. However, and this is what I brought you up, brought up last time. Agon chazun ish sogar alin haderech. So the chazun ish, on the one hand, opened up quite literally, uh, opened up the Pesach here for a heter. On the other hand, he knocked it down. Okay, why? So the Chazunish's opening of a Pesach for a heter is brilliant. It's a brilliant Pesach for a heter, which is the following. My concern about giving you an Eitzah to break the Kli here and open it there is that, yes, it'll satisfy the Rishonim who are concerned for the Shem Yisgav and Lasso's Pesach Yafet. You're not, no longer going to be scabbing Lasso's Pesach Yafet, but it's going to not help according to Yishonim who are concerned for steer. It's a steer in the Kli. Chazanish says, a sealed container is not a Kli. A sealed can is not a Kli. A sealed a jar, etc., it can't get to it, you can't get the stuff that's inside of it, it's not a Kli. So if it's totally sealed up, it's not a Kli. It's not steer. Now he also offers the himself, not the Chazanish on this, but he offers that maybe our Kalem like Rav Moshe, our containers, our various packaging is not considered a Kli Bichlal because like Chosel Shel Tamar. The same Svar Rav Moshe uses, Chosel Shel Tamar, it's like Batel and Tafel to the food inside. Good. So on the one hand, that's a great clue from the Chazanish because then if I take my Kli, I take my sardine can, my tuna can, my, my can of corn, right? And now I want to open it on Shabbos. So it's not a kli, it's not shayach steer. The only possibility is I see it's kli, you're making a kli, either a tikkun mana, makabipatish concern, or a bone binyin vestir bekelim concern, right? Shemi is kavan So beautiful. So break it at the bottom, open it at the top, and now, once I broke it at the bottom, I made it a mustiki. I didn't do a steer because it wasn't a cleave. I didn't make it a cleave by breaking the bottom because I didn't make it op- able to be open and closed. Now the only concern is maybe the chavik to make a pass of the alphabet, but you're not because it's a broken cleave. It can't be used anymore. Why Useless. Is it a again? When would it become a cleave? While it's holding the things. So a, a sealed container that's not accessible is not a cleave. A cleave, by a definition of a cleave is it's lachnus lohotzi. A kelly is you put things some in, take them out. Do that, and some kelly protect food for a long time. That's it's not a kelly. He says that's not a kelly. It's never been kelly. What is it? Chazanish says that kelly is if you if you open up a sechus kelly, there ain't no such thing as a sealed kelly, right? A container for for holding something. You say it might is be that a shomer. You say it might be a shomer. That's the chos lo shaltmar. Might be a shomer of the food, not be a kelly for that reason. But that's a, that's a separate svar. The chazanish as far as that a totally sealed container where you can't access what's in it is not yet a kelly. Make it into an open container that you can get it in and out, that's a clean. But again, if I break it on the bottom first and then open it up, this is where, it's a bit ago, right? I think you probably have seen this many times where people do this, where when they open a container on Shabbos, they break the bottom first and they open the top. So where, it's this minute chazitzak. Someone asked me yesterday, they want to do this over Shabbos, past Shabbos, uh, with a can of corn. So I puncture the bottom and then take it off. They were wondering whether it's a border issue. I thought all the water's going to start pouring out. So, what did you think? Why don't you want to look at the stains? Like the Rosh says for cans of soda, you can just poke a hole with a pin in the bottom and then put your, like flip it, pin, put your thumb on it, flip it over, pop the can, and then pour it out. So, I lost a tie trying to do that. <laughs> 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 Have you ever tried it?
Right, right. It was a good tie, too. And my wife had warned me first, so it, was like, it wasn't just the tie that I lost. I lost my dignity, too. Yeah, she had warned me it's not a good idea. But what can you do? No, so what would you, th- what would you say? Good. Here. Good question. Is it a Bora problem? Good question. So I thought that you don't want any of the liquid on the corn, where you have the choice. You wouldn't want the water. Um, okay. So, I guess, pull it apart, right? First of all, you're to be bored. Not mechaven, but you're probably happy about it. Okay, so it's definitely mechaven, that's for sure. Is it a psikration? I don't know if it's a psikration. All going to pour out? Some of the liquid's going to pour out. Okay. Some, not all. Second of all, is, is corn and water two million or one min? Right? Is corn and water two million or one min? People pour out the water. But is it two million? So I was thinking that people don't want any of the water on the corn. If you could drain it all entirely, you would. Right. Uh, it could be. could be. Large pickles are not two million, right? Or two, they are two million, so it's not going to be a problem with fire. Large pickles and liquid. Right. So I can pour out the liquid. Right. So the is, is, is a liquid and a solid considered a mixture to be subject to bore, which we discussed, right? Is it is there bore in taking off part of the liquid, not all the liquid, which is not clear, right? All, some of the psalms, not all the psalms. Maklokas between Babu Yushami seems to be Maklokas between Marshag and the Igle Tal in Is it a Psikresha? I don't I'm not sure it is. That could not be a Psikresha. Right. For sure liquid's coming out. No, is a psikresha on the brera, meaning once you tell me that taking off some of the water is not a, is not going to be, if you're not taking off all the water, so it's not a psikresha on the brera. So a halachic shadok make it not a psikresha? Ravaj Yosef holds like that. Ravaj Yosef in many of the shuvos holds like that. It's a big chiddush. That the halachic question could make it, it's not a psikresha. In other words, is it definitely going to create a brera? It's not create a brera, right? Not definitely going to create a brera because it could be to create this fact, but it's not a brera. And if you want some of the liquid, at least a little bit, then it wouldn't be a problem. That's always a shadow. You know, what, do you, what do you want? When you're having your corn, do you want it totally dry or not what, totally dry? That's what you prefaced it by saying, as long as they had a mind. Well, do you want any water? Well, do you want liquid around it? So. I want some of the water. Let's say I don't want all the corn. I'm going to want some of the liquid in order to put the corn into could be. I mean, if it's enough there to say it's breaking the can in order to be able to open the corn and pouring it out, it's not going to be a uh, a problem, a bow rare, because you're not machaving for it. I'm not sure it's a psikresha. I would hear it's not a problem. But again, this is the etza of the, the Minchus Yitzchak to do this. However, the Chazanish then Sagar Aleinu Haderech. The Chazanish actually closes the door on this. Why? Because he writes the following. He says, Right? He says that, no, there's a concern, and the, he says, that's why the Gemara Gufa is mokim in Mostaki. I, you've made the candles, but still, people want to use the container. They want to use the container to put nails in, to put the powder in. The, the container could be used for something. We're using containers. So if you're using containers, so that's not the same thing as Metis Rosha Besayev. That's Sucha Umagufa Bemagufa. So there he says you're breaking open basically the stopper. The stopper is not really connected. And yeah, the Hatazel's Gufa Kilkov Lobinion. 
But if it's nichulei b'shimush klidi da'chash of pesach, if you want to use the kli, basically, if you if you're going to use the kli, it's a pesach yafa. So um, and he says, and even if it's daito lizorka, so we don't go by your kavano, but whether it's a pesach or not, whether it empirically is considered a pesach. So if people use the kli, it's empirically considered a pesach, and therefore it's going to be a problem of of bone or makavipatish. So the Minchus uh, Yitzchak offers the possibility that maybe she says the Chazanish says that again it's a concern. So if it's known that people don't use the containers, right? Our society today. So nobody, I think, takes a corn can or a sardine can or a tuna can and says, you know, oh, look, a new piggy bank. <laughs> right? It's just not the way we live today. We're, we live in an affluent enough society that we can throw everything and everyone out, right? <laughs> but, so we throw everything out. So it says, Hayamutagamadi day. So we must even to the corner of the Chazanish. V'tzarak lomer da'avs heim agruami mustiki. They're even less than a mustiki. They're a mustiki yulai yeshnam odanoshim she'edam ashlichim v'sam acharza. You know, mustiki, there could be people who are still with him. There's always that one guy. But, you know, even after it's broken, it's like his wife is telling him it's time to get rid of it. You know, it, it's gone. And he's like, no, no, it's still good. I can still use it. Right? Mashen kim elu akufsos, v'yesh l'dinam kimo choslos, right? Those containers like we have. Choslos shotmar. Right, like Shomer grows, etc. So, okay. He says, "Akvi shomerly gamadi nasedim afshu with the ruba noshim mashlich makuv sos akiratzos alchem ahem." Somebody who's yet wrote this tshuva, I believe, while he's still in Manchester, he says, "Even though uh, you know, people have told me that where we are, most people." Throw them out. There are people who keep them. You know what they use them for? Says I, there are some Tamidichacham that take the old cans. They use them to cook eggs. Why? This way, if they find blood in the eggs, they don't have to worry about Hagola uh, on their kalim because they used an old, you know, an old sardine can or tuna can flavors the eggs nicely, right? To, uh, to cook their eggs. So he says, right. Still, I'm going to tell you that if your concern is that there are people in our community who use these containers, the majority don't, then our eights above is good. Right? If your mashkis call akli, so then the chaznish's clashes fall off. Right? And if it's ain't stirbekalim, so there's no isra as we said above. Right? And the Chazanish, who says it's not a Kli. Right? So therefore, he gives this Asa, um, the Garazem, he mostly gets less than a Mustiki. That's the Asa of the, of the Minchas Yitzchak. So at the end of the day, he comes out with that Asa because of the fact that there's a Chos Lashel Tzmarim Svara, because of the fact that there is a Svara of it's not a Kli if it's sealed up, and because of the fact that the Ruba Ruba the Inchi in our society get rid of them. And even though the miyut don't, so the eitzah would be to do the breaking at the bottom part of the kli. The truth is that the minchas yitzchok's svaros would definitely be noted like Rav Moshe's svaros in meikar adin, 
to say that today things have changed somewhat, right? Meaning by today already, at least America, 2023. Can't speak other places. True, Eretz Yisrael already. Eretz Yisrael learned the phrase chad pa'mi in recent years. Right? It was not a thing 30 years ago. Now it's a thing everywhere in Eretz Yisrael. Chad pa'mi. Hopefully Hamas commanders are chad pa'mi. What does that mean? Well, it means one-time use. Disposable. They use that term for disposable items. Oh, okay. oh, right. But uh, so it would Adin, it would seem like it should be mutter empirically. However, Van Hoge has been to be more careful about this. Rav Moshe is Chumros again, where he's only matir to ask a guy for a tzorich or for tamachah and bitzina in a you know and only Adin kelim that you're allowed to open lechatchila. And Minchus Yitzchok's Eitzah seems to have taken hold in large part. In large part. Um, Rashiva did, this is going back about 26, 27 years ago, he did um, offer that he would hold that you would be allowed to open a can, Litzarach Orchem on Shabbos, like a soda can. He did give that psakalacha. He felt that you could be madama to a Muslim. He didn't say the why, the because of the fact that, again, the use of a can is that you open it, you empty it, you discard it. Nobody uses those cans for anything else afterwards except for some yeshiva bakarim for their Hanukkah menorah. Right? But even today, even nobody does that. So the cans you flip open, you could open them? Again, not, you could open them, not to open them. But he felt that if guests come and you want to serve guests, that you could do. No, no, one step. Not, not even that eitzah. In other words, the eitzah of breaking the bottom and opening it would be an eitzah for even you. The eitzah of of um, yes. opening for guests, or the need for guests would be uh, had there to open it directly. Open it directly. If it's a tzorach, again, based on the svar, but it's like a mustaki, and that no one is chas on such a keli in order to make it into a kli. He did not, if I recall correctly at the time, bring down the chazanish's position that they not kalim when they're sealed, but I would suspect that it was built on that position as well. I would say that it's definitely better for people to open cans before Shabbos. But I'd also say this. Very often, husbands are very mocked with their wives should open cans before Shabbos. Right? That, there's something wrong with that equation. Right? Meaning, if you want the can open before Shabbos, so open the can before Shabbos. Like I say, every year of Pesach in my shul, I say the same thing every year, which is a lot of husbands are very mocked, but they want to use real plates for the starve, not paper dishes. So it's beautiful hot pot. As long as you're willing to wash the dishes after the Seder, or hire somebody to do so. Right? It's a beautiful akpada, right? In other words, your kpedav, that you should be a ben chorin, so your wife should be a shivcha, right? It's not, not a kpedav, right? That's not a kpedav. That's a, uh, that's a, you're, you're very, very wrong in your priorities there. So I would say the following, definitely it is a good idea to be manik in one's home, that these things should be done before Shabbos where possible, but you have to be a, a, a chacham, right? Uh, you have to be a chacham ein barosho to understand if it's going to put pressure on your wife in a way that's going to create difficulty or tension. If it would, and you can be the one to take care of it, Erev Shabbos, and you know, put things in containers, and as there's calm, there's shalt, wonderful. If not, I think that there would be plenty of room to rely on those shitos that allow it in these situations. I will end the kalim with, um, with one more piece. And this she was said about 30 years ago. It's interesting, Pesach Halacha. Um, but again... Uh, you have to take it in context, he, he actually said that he holds that it's better to open the bottles of soda on Shabbos than Erev Shabbos. 
if the choice is to open the bottles of Shoda Erev Shabbos or on Shabbos, he holds better to open it on Shabbos than Erev Shabbos, al owning Shabbos. For yourself. Yeah, for yourself. If you open an Erev Shabbos, it loses the fizz. No. I said that again much more recently. I heard this. I heard so was this. Yeah, so, uh, you know, as I've said many times, a lot of things I was hearing from Rashiva come from 25, 30 years ago. I cannot tell you for sure if he said it recently, so I appreciate your, you know, your echoing the Pesach Halacha. I, I, I told you when we started this, what I like to do in my own home, I just love the chop. That's really what I like to do. I love the chop. I keep extra bottle caps on hand. So basically, whatever kind of soda bottle I have, the cap will fit that soda bottle. So, so you throw the first one, you don't have to throw the other. An extra can? What? An extra can. Extra can, could be, could be. Um, yeah, you could be done. The, the, the soda cap, the problem with making a clear is that you're making it usable to reclose the soda, right? But I'm not having to make a clear, I'm just having to open the bottle. Elamai, uh, it's a psikresha, making a clear, assuming you should hold this making a clear. Is it making a clear, is that a del raisa or a bottle? So there's strong sorrows to argue that it's not a del raisa, like the Ramban's sheet that once it's yotzim besa uman, in the way that it's already made for consumer use, that's no longer a problem with Boneh because it's made to be used like that. And other svaros, like the Magid Mishnah, that the, the Kavana is a chalik of making the Kli, etc. So the strong svaro argument it's not a binyan del rice or ain binyan mistir bekelum, mi del rice. So therefore, if it's a psik reisha on a derabanon, so then if it's lo nichale, and based on the Gemara in Sukkan Lam and Gimel, if you have another Hoshana, then pulling off the berries from the Hoshana is not a problem, because if you have another one, it's not, it's not Nichole. So then having an extra bottle cap makes it a little Nichole. So if I'm not having to make the Kli, and I have an extra bottle cap, so it's a Nichole, so it would be uh, an Eitza to have. So I like to keep it on hand, the Ravcha de Milsa. And you could use the regular bottle cap. You use bottle cap, yeah. Because once I, once I have the other bottle cap on hand, so it's no longer no longer nichole. It's not nichole the fact you don't have to walk get up now in the middle of the nails walk to the kitchen. I, it, it's a small nichole, but it's still a nichole. I, I don't know if that's called nichole. No, certainly not for me. I, not for Eddie. I, I, I you know I, I relish the chance to get up every once in a while from the table. I can't sit that long. I don't know. That, is that nichole? That, that would that would give a a broad nichole to a lot of things. I'm not sure that's called nichole. I have it right there, so it's easily accessible. Right? Otherwise, the Gemara in Sukkah, would only be if you have another Roshana right there. Which, that would be a Chiddush. Chiddush in the Gemara in Sukkah, I would think. That you have it right there. I don't know. I mean, from where I sit in the dining room to my kitchen drawer where I keep the caps, it's probably about 12 feet. You know, not even... I don't, I don't, you know... I don't know, but it's such a, uh, it, 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 it meets the deal of Tkifos. Take care of the smicha shkita it meets, right? So that Tkifos you have, so I'm not sure that you need anything, anything more than that. Okay, um, let's move back to morning Seder for the first time in a month and, and do some of the inyanim related to Shahia. I just want to start, I guess, some of the major issues today and then try to get into them, break them down. I think we already moved past Shia on Chazar now, right? I'm still on Shia. Okay, you can do Chazor on Shehir, you can do Shehir on Chazor. Both will work, right? Both will work very well here. So, you spend a lot of time on Chazor, and you can chazor the Shehir, Dinim. The, the big question that starts with, of course, is do we pass in like Hananya, right? That's the Iker Shail that, that you start with in the, in the Sugya. I'll, I'll go to the bottom line first, and then work our way backwards. Shemir Shabbos Kilchalsa, based on Mishnibur and Bir Halacha, Shemir Shabbos Kilchalsa says when it comes 
to Shehiyah on Shabbos, here's really what you should do. He says, where is it? There's many leaving a pot on the fire before Shabbos. So, Tov Lahakbid, best thing to do, Shekol Tav Shemavushakol Tzarachol Be'er Shabbos, that make, number one, everything is fully cooked there Shabbos. Number two, Beshakdeira Tinotzein Al-Gabe Eish Muchus Lefnech Lises HaShabbos. And that you're putting Yukdeira on a covered fire before Shabbos. Okay? Bechein Lagabe Mayim, Tov Lekneim Al-Gabe Eish Muchus Be'er Shabbos La'arash Niyutichu. Also water. Better to put them on covered fire, Erev Shabbos, after they're heated up. So the, the, the Shemir Shabbos Kilchalso's advice seems to be, wow, right? That's, that's news to me. Meaning, I thought I had this straight, and I thought I had straight that you either need groove of Ketuma, and then it could be as raw as you want, right? Or you need it to be Mavosha Kol Tzorcho, and, at least according to some Rishon, it's Dami and then you're good to go even if it's uncovered, right? So the Shmir Shabbos Kilchal says Eitzel to have it fully cooked and Eish Mechusa seems to be your Mizakish Star Lebe trade being Mitzayev Chumros. Now you're taking this Chumros, that Chumros. So, but he does seem to have basis in the Mishnah Berubi Alacha. So I want to go backwards to go forwards and figure out what the Shitos are in the Rishonim that he's being Chayish for and the Mishnah Berubi is being Chayish for to be concerned for this. So it, it starts, of course, with the Mishnah in the beginning of Kira, the, the famous Mishnah, which takes up the Gemara, two full blot, trying to figure out what the Mishnah is talking about at the end of two full blot. I don't know. Who knows? Right? Right? We're talking about Shehir, or we're talking about Lahachzir Tanan. So, Kira Shehsikul Bakash Uvagalva, no Stimala Tavshul Begavis Vetim Liyan. You didn't actually go to Shehir. Hey, fair. So the kira that you fire up with kashu v'gava, that put a tavshil on. Right, so the Rashiva spoke uh, a few weeks back already about Rav Moshe's tshuva in Chelak Aleph, raising the possibility that our stovetops are considered kashu gavo, because our stovetops are not bichlal in the shem yechata category. There's no chitui, right? Could even, you could even say it one step further. Because kash and gavavo, there is a chashash to it. It's a chashash rachel, right? In other words, when, there's, when the, the din of tanur, tanur, you, even if it's, if it's, if it's uh, fired up with kash and gavavo, the Allah says you can't be shown in tanur. Why not? It's very hot. Okay. So you might cook something. There's no chashash, there's no gzera that you may come to cook something raw. Right? That's not a gzera. Gzera shem yichat b'chol, darn b'chol. In other words, I have, okay, I've got a kira, I've got a kupach, I've got a tana. So, good, I should bring it, I have a little model kira at home. It's actually not bad, you can see, I, 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 it, it looks like the kira, I, I visited, I think it was Katsrin in the north, in Eretz Yisrael, and they had, mo- they had actual models of, of the kiras, clay, but see how, see how it works. So, I've got a kira, I've got a kupach, I've got a tana. So, the kupach, right, half, half. Kupach is, is a 2003 college student, doesn't know how to identify. <laughs> Am I a Tanur? Am I a Kira? Depends on the day, right? My pronouns are Kira and Tanur, right? Here's my pronouns. Good, but um, always, always go, all comes back to the demonstration, right? But, um, but my Kira got it straight, and that's that I b'chah between Kash and Gava. Kash and Gava, okay, because there's no Kshah Shem Yechata. And the Kira, uh, I, I'm sorry, and Gavis eats him no good, Shem Yechata. The Tanur, 
then I don't care if it's Kashigava or if it's Gefes Eitzim. Either way, it is a problem because of... Well, that's where I'm stuck. Right? Meaning, I would think the same thing. If there's no Chshash Shem Yechateh, so then a Tanur as well should be allowed when it's Kash and Gav. Because you could start it up and you... That's not the Xera. Then a Kira should also be also. Kash and Gav. You can start it up again. Kira, I can start up again. Right? If it's a start up again concern, I can start up my Kira, I can start up my Tanur. I thought it was so hot, you might start cooking something wrong. That would be a, a, a chiddush. That would be a new din. So then I would tell you that if it's a kira that's, that's, that's kash and gavava, you also can cook something raw. I thought that no. it's, that's the whole point. It's not as hot. So you wouldn't be, you wouldn't, it wouldn't be the natural training. I'm not, I'm not sure that's the case. I'm not sure. Also, you have to understand, which is interesting, because you know, we, we kind of view this in our minds and categorizing this. This is not, if I'm putting, if I ask you which malacha, Shia goes under. Like if I tell you, okay, categories, categorize which malacha Shia goes under. So you, your, your gut reaction to say, Bishel, right? It's not a Bishel issue. It's a Mavir issue, right? It's a Xeros Havora. We're worried that you'll be over the issue of Mavir Shemichatli B'Dachal. So why, why should a Tanur that's fired up with Kash and Gavava be worse than a Kira? So the Rambam says, I'll tell you why. The Rambam says, Kash and Gavava also make Gichalim. Very little gicholim. It makes some gicholim. Very little. So in a in a kira which is cooler, which is more open, so a chitui in that minor amount of gicholim that you have from the kash and gava is not going to make a difference. There's no chashim yichat. It's not going to make a difference in a tanur where it's hot, and you know that minor difference might make all the difference in the world. So there was a chashim yichat on the kash and gava. That's the Rambam shita. Uh, you're going to have a Shem on the little bit of Gicholim from Kash and Gav. It's a very important Rambam, because it explains why Rechayesh Petanur. But if that's the case, so I can argue that our stoves never make Gicholim, right? In other words, the whole Shash is Shem Yichateh So our stoves never make Gicholim Bichlam. There's nothing there, right? In fact, there's so nothing there that Ramosha himself, not in writing, it's not in print, he doesn't write it, but he writes multiple times in the Chubos, I have a chiddush to say with regard to Malachis Kibui by gas stoves. I'm not going to write it. So his chiddush was that it's not Shaykh Mechabed on a gas stove. Why? Because Kibui is Lasos Pechem. You make Pechemen, right? So you can be done. Tzrich Lagufa, ain't Tzrich Lagufa, right? Mechabed Senebri, Pishy Yisrael, if you go and please complete Rukhra. If you have an Ashkenaz, if you have an Sfire, then Kigavna. Right? <laughs> but if you have an Ashkenaz, so then there's a Mishnah in Shabbos. That you have that. that shash. If you have an Sfire, there's also supposed to be a Mishnah in Shabbos. It's supposed to come at the end of Davening, but no one, no one actually stays for that part. Isn't this like Chasal HaShaman, though? The what? I knew, I'm putting it out in order to save money. I'll relight it later. Yeah, but Chasal HaShaman is Eidit Srich Lagufa on the keyboard on the Lasso's Pachaman of the, of the, of the Psila. So I'm saying, even if it was that. There's no Psila here. But, but I want to relight it later. Relight what? The the, the malach of mechaba is that I am being mechaba something. I'm taking a substance, but I am now making into a pechum to light to be able to light later. Malach of mechaba is not extinguishing. We the problem is we translate mechaba in English as extinguishing. It's not extinguishing. Mechaba is making in a, a coal out of a an organic substance that will light later. So this is like a chalas basically. It's even less. less. Nothing. 
is it's gornished, it's mabish, nothing there. So Ramosha's position was that there's not shach mechaba bichlal. Again, it, it controls very much. There's a machlok between Ramosha and the post-Gimineret Yisrael and Yomdiv, if you have a choice of lighting a new fire or lowering a flame, so if you want to cook on a lower flame, which is better to do? Rav Shlomo Zalman and, and Rav Yashiv held better to light the new fire. Rav Moshe held better to lower the flame. Right? Why? Because Rav Moshe held empirically there's no mechaba. It's not, it's not, okay, it's a malachas mechaba with a heter tzorhol nefesh. It's not mechaba. Therefore, no kibbutz. Good. So one could argue that our stoves and our ovens, bichlal, don't even make it into the whole concern of Shemi Chata Bichal. It was never there. When was the case on the they would make a new fire? I have a high flame. flame. I want to cook over a lower flame. So they would say, light a new flame, it's lower. You're saying you can make a new flame on Yom Well, from an existing flame. Oh, from an existing flame. an existing flame. You light a new flame, an existing flame, well, it's lower. Ramosha says, lower that flame. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that's Ramosha's shita. So the Shiva spoke about, based on the Shiltiki Borim, that the, which, this is Ramosha's conclusion in the matter, is that, when it comes to uh, the concern of Shemi Yechate versus the concern of Shemi Yadlik, right? Ramosha's diun is that there was never Xera that you'll make a new Hadlaka. There was Xera, Shemi Yechate. Good, but that Xera, Shemi Yechate, was because it's so easy to do, right? There's no, there's no work involved, there's no going somewhere to get something, there's no two step process, it's right there, right in front of you. Mamela, turning the knobs on our stoves, also would be a single-step process, and would therefore be a concern. You should know that Ruvaji Yosef in the Chubos in a couple of places is Mistamech on Ramosha's Havamin here. Like Lagabe, for example, he has a Chuva Lagabe reading by a three-way bulb on Friday night. Right? It's interesting, the Isser, Likros Lor Haner, for some reason, has been kind of forgotten be a man. People forget. I was once at a bar mitzvah on a Shabbos, a fancy bar mitzvah on a Shabbos, a Friday night. And they were, uh, they had all the lights out in the room and the dinner was by candlelight. And then it came time to bench. And they had the benchers out. Right? Can't read by the light. So you could argue that our candles, there's no shash of shemayata because I'll tell you won't work by our candles. That's a, so I was, I was me to people, they should look on together. In the bench. Because so even our candles, whenever the wax gets too much, you try to tilt it to make it. Yeah, sure. After you try to tell that, yeah, it could be. could be it's a shemayata. So I was me to people to, to you know, read, read together two at a time. But again, you have the, uh, that concern. But Ravaji Yosef argues if I have a three-way bulb, so then there's no xer. Three bulb is is well. No, no, nobody. They have they have them in, in LEDs also. There are three different circuits, and actually two different circuits. Uh, a three-way bulb is a bulb that has a 50 watt circuit, a 100 watt circuit built in. In the uh, 50 watt 100 watt filament, two filaments in the bulb, and you turn it w- once on, it turns on the 50 watt filament. Turn a second time, it turns off the 50 watt filament, turns on the 100 watt filament. Turn a third time, it turns on both. So you get 150 watts out of the bulb. That's the one that's behind it. So, so Ravaja says that that's not a problem because that's turning off one circuit and turning on another one. 
And the Xera wasn't that you'll turn off one, turn on another. It was never Xera that it's also liquid slow on air because you'll turn off this lamp and you'll turn on that lamp. The Xera was Shemiyate. So Shemiyate is you'll turn up the, the light on that particular one. He also is mistamic on this with regard to crockpots. If crockpots have, you know, low, medium, high, not a continual uh, adjustable setting, so then it's, you're turning off one setting, you're turning on the next setting. That's the same thing. The crockpot batsim is one circuit, second circuit, or both circuits on together. So that, again, he holds would not be a concern of the Shemi Yechata. So that, that is, he, he's mistamik on Ramosh's far there. But our stoves and our ovens are, are treated in our cheshbon like a, uh, like a kira. Ramosh has an interesting shuvah in Orachayim Dal and Simonayim Dal to Shimon Eider, who asks, what's the status of their ovens? Is our oven a, a ton or is our oven a kira? Why? A stovetop is like a kira, right? Stovetop is mamish like a kira. It has a door. It has a door. The tenurim had a door. The tenurim had pesim and outside. We had last year in Simon Kufches, we have ovens that have uh, Pesach Manatzad and Pesach Manamala. In fact, most of the ovens had Pesach Manatzad. Your, uh, your matzah oven, the hottest blazes, right? It's got a Pesach Manatzad. So our ovens, you're allowed to leave food in the oven every Shabbos. Well, leaving food in the oven every Shabbos creates its own other concerns, but you're allowed to leave food in the oven every Shabbos. What is an oven? Is an oven a kira or an oven a tanur? So, in modern Hebrew, your oven is a tanur, right? But what is an halacha? You guys didn't, didn't nobody raise this question in here? Shabura says it's on the side, it's good. <laughs> so, Rav, Rav Moshe has a chumid of Rav Shimon Eider. And Rav Shimon Eider was the one who raised the svar. Rav Moshe was masking to the svar. Rav Shimon Eider said, all our ovens have thermostats built in that creates a cap on the temperature the oven's going to get to, right? In other words, your oven does not burn continuously until as, to heat up as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Your oven cycles on and off to regulate the temperature. Wow. So he says, since it's a thermostat built into the oven to regulate the temperature, to max out the temperature that it come to, whether your oven is 550, you know, or 600, whatever your maxed out of your oven is, there's a maximum point where your oven's going to heat up to, that makes your oven into a kira, not a tenor. And therefore, there would be, under the right circumstances, there would be a hat there of shihia in our ovens. Okay? Good. I've gotten nowhere so far, but I've gotten somewhere. But again, the big question that comes up here, which I'm going to try to go into on Thursday, uh, I'll try to give, go through two questions, probably Thursday and, month, and Tuesday next week. A big question that comes up here is, how do we paskin la'alacha? Like Hananya or like the Chachamim? Meaning, are we okay once the food has reached Kemachal ben Drusai, which... You have to define Machel ben Jusoy. Ramam Rashi, one third, one half. One third, one half of what? At what point do you start counting? Mm-hmm. When, when does the food start its process of Bishel? And do you count based on time? Do you count based on Echus HaBishel? Because a lot of foods, when you cook them, nothing happens for the first bunch of time. You know, it might cook for an hour, and the first 45 minutes, nothing happens. The last 15 minutes, boom, right? All the change happens. So are you measuring? Shir Zman, Shir Echos in the Bishel, and, okay, or do we pass in any way that that's not good? Do we pass like the Chachamim, that it needs to be Moshe Kol in order to be Lashir, even Moshe Kol Tzorcho, Mitzdamik Varalo, 
in order to allow Shia because it's a, a chash of Shem Yechanta. And then what's called Mestamek Varala. What's called Mestamek Yafala. So uh, Bali Nether will try to go into that on, on Thursday. Today's Tuesday, right? On Thursday. And then next week I want to go into, here's the big question for you, which is the classic question. Rashima raised this in sheer. This is going back 32 years ago, I think, that he raised this question in Shear, which is, um, are you allowed to set food that's raw in a crock pot or the like on a timer that will turn on on Shabbos? This this is very Nogela Misa, and it's becoming more Nogela Misa. It's becoming, it hasn't caught on yet, but it will catch on more and more. They have these dual... Oven refrigerators, refrigerator oven, right? Yeah, so they, you can actually keep the food refrigerated until it switches on into an oven mode, and then it cooks it. So in other words, could I prepare, let's say, a roast, Erev Shabbos, put it in my refrigerator oven, and then the oven will, I'll be in Shul Shabbos morning, and at 9 o'clock, the oven will switch on. I'll come home at 11.30, and I'll have a fresh roast that just comes out of the oven Freshly cooked. Is that allowed? You could also put it in raw on Friday night, like right before you go to shul, and then put it on like a really slow cook, like an 11 hours. So cook. we have to ask the question that also is a kter chayosa, a hetter that can be applied today or not? Chazanish held not. Which, again, we'll talk about it. I remember very clearly, I'll just, I'll, I'll, I'll give you that to think about. I remember very clearly about, this goes back about 26 years ago. Roshiva on a, on a Friday night, in fact, as a Derek Agav comment, made a comment in the Shear in the Shul, that you could put a raw cholent up on the fire just before Shabbos and, and no problem at all. And the place went nuts. Much the place went crazy. Like, Bishol, how could you do such a thing? How could you say? Like, people went mamish crazy. As, which, it's Zil Keberavu, this is not a very, very uh, complex psakhalacha. But like, people could not get their heads around it. How is it possible to argue you could put up a raw cholon just before Shabbos? So I want to talk about if you can put up a raw cholon just before Shabbos. But again, something to think about. We'll talk about Hanani and the Chacham, but something to think about. Would you be allowed to set a timer for the food to actually start cooking on Shabbos itself and have your fresh, hot food? Okay. So if you put food in the oven, she is allowed to put food in the oven? Well, she is the act of putting food in the oven. In the oven itself. So. You're putting so food in the oven on the scope. Rather than leaving against that, that's, that's the summit. Next, she is allowed inside the oven. She would be allowed inside the oven if you meet the criteria that are necessary for she, which we have to talk about. Right, right. You're going to go back to Shemesh Shabbat. Yeah, yeah. One last comment you made about the Shemesh Shabbat. Even if the oven's all cooking thing? Yeah, that is a...